Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Puke Warm Christianity, an Enemy of God. Behind the lukewarm Christianity is arguments within their head as to why they cannot be around mature Christians who can help and spur them on in and through the battle. In Romans 12, 1 2, in part, It states that we should be transformed by the renewing of our minds. In order for this to take place, new information, along with understanding of the new information, and applying it through service and love, infused with faith, will be the only way you can actually be transformed. Romans 12, 1, 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now I add some additional supporting scripture to this message, mostly out of the smart book Proverbs, so that you see how important it is to get knowledge, wisdom, understanding, instruction, and to be a listening and doing learner. The first one is an example of God doing what he is asking us to do. Proverbs 3, 19, 20. The Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up, and clouds dropped down the dew. Proverbs 1.8 My son, hear the instruction of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible, because it is talking about how to process through the Bible. Proverbs 2.1.12 My son, if you receive my words, and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity and every good path. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things. Proverbs 4, 5. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Proverbs 12.1 Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. Okay, so there's so many more scriptures discussing knowledge, wisdom, understanding, instruction, and to be a listening and doing learner. But for the sake of trials, I will try one in this message. So why is Paul telling us to be transformed? To be different than we are in the place where we are currently at. What is so wrong if I stay as I am? The analogy that comes to mind as a young soldier, if they stayed in the same place as when they enlisted, none of us may be here. Our school system is designed to take a person from one point to another. Trees change every year. It is in everything to continue to grow until such time that we return to the source. For us, it's dirt. In fact, for everything is dirt. Reading your Bible is a great way to be transformed as long as you read and apply. 
not reading it is like being a soldier with a gun in battle but having no ammo far too many christians underestimate the power of the word of god such transforming and warring power in revelation 3:15-17 in part it states that it would have been better that you were cold or hot imagine what it must be like to cause god to be nauseated by our lack of christian work and engagement to gack like a cat at our disposition revelations 3:15-17 i know your works that you are neither cold nor hot i could wish you were cold or hot so then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot i will vomit you out of my mouth because you say i am rich and have become wealthy i have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I believe that the camouflage of your Christianity may be religious activity, false Bible doctrine, i.e., I don't believe in the Holy Spirit, or a lack of assembling with other believers because you know that they are all off compared to you. These things, that is, this way of thinking, can become the idols we accuse others of having. They can also be a way for us to get into the manifest presence of God, this is better than causing him to gack at our poor performance. Matthew shares a word of Jesus in a story where he is probably talking to a bunch of lukewarmers. Matthew 7, 21-24 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. In Revelations 3:15-17, he states, I know your works. I know your works. You are working, but are you doing it in the right spirit for the right reason? Listen, these people were operating in the Holy Spirit and yet they were practicing unrighteousness. Do you think that if they could see the end in mind, they would have changed the focus of their practice? Probably. So now you have heard that you can operate in the Holy Ghost and still be off. It is best to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, lest you fall into this error. And surely it doesn't help to attend a church to do nothing other than to try and impress others with your healing gift or the fact that the devils are afraid of you. Luke ten seventeen twenty, Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Names in his book is the goal and objective. Demons will be here after you die. The sick will be here after you depart. The poor we will have with us always. But to be in the book, now that is way more important and impressive. So be teachable. Make disciples that remain. Be a disciple that remains. And equip the saints for the work of ministry. There's a battle coming, and we must be prepared. Well, that's it for today. Num, num, num. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from them. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. 
Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.